There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL free agency is right around the corner. Become a Saints Happy Hour patron to get full access to every Saints Happy Hour podcast Every day. When the Saints make a big signing or trade, Saints Happy Hour will be the first with breaking news podcasts analyzing it all. Patrons also get access to the podcast ad free. No ads ever. You also get a booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. Access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints with us 24-7. So join the best Saints community in the world. And if you become an annual patron before March 17th, you get two months free. So join the best Saints community in the world. So do it. Go to Saints Happy Hour today. That's the breaking news sign, Andrew. We're a little late today, but uh, this move by the Saints, it uh, it made me sad for a couple of reasons. One, I really like Janoris Jenkins, Jack Rabbit. He was fun. He was good for the Saints. But second of all, this move, it kind of feels like today the cap nerds are winning, and that made me sad too. It's a little bit of a win for the cap nerds, uh, I have to say. But but it's only a win because we fucking franchised a guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and and yeah, so look, I, I think when you look at the Saints and the roster and how they're gonna get through this this period of of being so high over the cap, we've talked about this. I've had blog posts on this, we've talked about it on numerous shows. It's there's a lot of different ways you go about it. And uh, so as you look at it, you know, I think naturally the instinct is how can you keep productive players? And, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, Janoris Jenkins, these are not long-term prospects for the roster. These are very much guys that could have helped the Saints in 2021 and probably not much beyond that. But they're productive players and they're good players. So, you know, I think the natural instinct when I go through this exercise, and I'm a Saints fan, right? So it's like, how do we keep those guys? And there is a way to keep them. Um, and yet, if I'm being honest with myself, this all makes sense, especially when you franchise a guy like Marcus Williams. And look, pie well, in the sky, ideal scenario is that you have a deal locked and loaded with Marcus Williams and you sign him to a long-term deal that's friendly in year one cap wise, where you could maybe keep some of these veterans, but that's pie in the sky and, and contracts contracts don't work that way. And when a guy's about to enter free agency, you know, a lot of times he's thinking, man, what kind of contract am I going to get? And, and other teams may, may offer a lot more. And so, you know, the saints are feeling like they had to do this to keep a guy they really value. And so, Losing Janoris Jenkins, losing Emmanuel Sanders is the cost of doing business for the Saints to make sure that they keep Marcus Williams long-term. And that has more long-term implications to the team. 
Well, and the thing with Janoris Jenkins, and by the way, this podcast is free, so you should support the podcast so we can keep doing these awesome breaking news podcasts. We've done four breaking news podcasts this week. It's only Thursday, okay? So we're the best freaking Saints podcast on earth. Become a patron, pay the $10, get full access to it. It'll be the best $10 you spend. I guarantee it over the next six to eight weeks up until the draft. You're not going to spend a better $10 getting Saints stuff in podcasts, I promise you. But my point is with Janoris Jenkins is the Saints really, Andrew, they have decided we're getting out a year too early than a year too late. Like he is over 30 and he's great. But remember the Saints, like they picked him up off the scrap heap. So like you just with the prime with the salary cap, like you gotta make decisions. You gotta decide on priorities. And the Saints have decided Marcus Williams is the priority here, right? But on the flip side of that, you have Janoris Jenkins. He's gone now. You got Lattimore. I feel like this makes the Lattimore deal almost a must. And it and it's sort of the 1% chance we had of a, of a Russell Wilson trade dream where you thought maybe Lattimore would have to be involved in that. Like if you – you have to have Lattimore because if you get rid of Janoris Jenkins and Lattimore in a trade or whatever, dude, you're back to 2014, 2015 level at corner. And that is – that is scary. That is scary as hell. And also, too, that can derail your 2021 season. So I feel like this move puts Lattimore's contract extension almost into the must category. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, once you lose Janoris Jenkins, then your prospects at corner become a lot tighter. Now, look, they made it work for a little while with Ken Crawley. They made it work for a little while with Eli Apple. Um, Patrick Robinson for a limited period there looked pretty good on the outside last year. So if you have Lattimore on one side, um, then you can make it work with another guy on the other side. Um, but I agree with you now that you've lost Janoris Jenkins, I, I, the whole Lattimore trade talk for me is takes a backseat because like you can't lose both and go into 2021 and look yourself in the mirror and, and feel good about no, your cornerback situation. So, uh, yeah, no, they have to keep, find a way to keep Lattimore now, and hopefully they get that extension done. Um, and I agree that that's way more of a priority. And and even so, even yet, uh, I would say that in light of this news, and you, you, we mentioned it's it's we mentioned it's a victory for the cap for the nerds, and and I do think it is because Janoris Jenkins is a good player. And now I don't know that unless you want to roll the dice with Patrick Robinson, you really have a starting quality corner on this roster. And so I think the first round pick at 28 is very much in play for that position, depending on who falls to them. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent with that. I mean, listen, in the NFL, you've got to have corners now. You got you. you the thing is it's changed. You got to have corners and you almost have to have linebackers that can cover now. Like a linebacker that is a run-stuffing linebacker, like they're going extinct. Like if like if you're a linebacker and you cannot cover, teams don't value you at all. You know, um, so it be- it becomes it becomes difficult. The other thing with this is the Saints they could have massaged it differently, right? This felt really aggressive, and my question is, why are they? Why are they operating this year, this way? And I said, I mean, one theory is, look, they want to get out on Janoris Jenkins a year early rather than a year too late. That's one theory. But also, too, I read Nick Underhill today, Andrew, and I feel like Nick Underhill, look, 
He does great work, and he has things about the Saints that the national media, not that they don't necessarily don't have it, but they don't report it because they don't care about it. Like, they understand that, like, normal fans that aren't Saints fans, they'll care about, like, if the Saints agree with Jameis Winston. But Ian Rappaport, he knows that, like, 99% of NFL or 90% of NFL fans, they don't care about the Saints trying to figure out the cost of Jameis Winston. But the one thing that Nick said in an article today is he said – Getting Jameis Winston from $1 million to the average starting NFL quarterback price, which is $20 million, is going to be hard. So that's, to me, he's getting that from the Saints. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. So I wonder, like, what's going to be the price point for the Saints on Jameis Winston? And are they going to be willing to be like, you know what? We're walking away, and it'll be us, and it won't be a walk away where we're like the Bears gave him four years, a hundred million. Of course, we're not fucking paying that. But could it be a walk away where it's like, oh, the Bears gave him two years, thirty million, and the Saints still walked away? So, what do you think is going to happen with Jameis, and how to maybe the move, the moves of Janoris cutting Janoris Jenkins, and that's sort of thing? How does it factor into keeping Jameis? Sorry, yeah, I was muted. I pulled it, Ralph. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, I do think it's. Uh, I mean, I, I still think this is all playing, and we we've said this all along. Uh, but I, I still think it's all about Marcus Williams, and we've seen step one with that because they franchised him, and it's all about Jameis Winston. Like, I, I really think the Saints view it as if we can lock these two guys down. And hopefully Marcus Williams long-term and Jameis Winston, maybe it's just a one-year deal. But it, but if we get these guys in the building for 2021, then everything else is doesn't matter as much. Like These are the off-season priorities. Um, so I still think they feel that way. I also think from everything I'm hearing, the middle class is getting sw- squeezed out in free agency. So I do think the Saints are going to be players in free agency, and they're going to be able to get some of these lower to, to middle-class yeah. free agents on bad deals because of the way that the cap is. Dude, the cap. Kansas, I mean, I know the, the this NFL Twitter is sort of obsessed with the Saints and their $100 million over the cap. Kansas City, they cut both of their freaking starting tackles today. 
both of them, one of them a number one overall pick, Eric Fisher. And like Kansas City, they only have one starting offensive lineman left from their Super Bowl winning team. So like it ain't just the Saints here. And the thing is, I was reading from over the cap, uh, the cap is going to go up, but it's not the, the NFL doesn't want the cap to explode from this year to next year. So the cap's going to go up probably to like 205 million next year and then in 2023 it'll go up again and then in 2024 it'll have the big bounce because the NFL they don't want to have like a giant bounce because then you have all these free agents and the players don't necessarily want it either because it's sort of unfair that like oh they had a 40 million dollar cap increase and you just happen to have you just happen to be lucky enough to be a free agent in 2022 like the like that's good for those players, but the players union, they try to be fair to everybody. Right. So the cap may have a gradual increase back. So that's more long-term planning issues for the saints. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I've heard a lot of things from, it, it could be more measured like you described to, you know, it could be just immediately back to pre pandemic conditions where it's like up to two thirty. So, I mean, we'll have to see. Um, but it's a difficult time to navigate. I mean, that's, that's like the most obvious statement. I mean, that, that applies to just the world in general, all businesses, but I think specific to the NFL where it's tough is I don't really see these big time deals for big time players changing. It's like the rich have gotten fatter. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the upper echelon, the elite, as these CBAs have changed and as more money has become available to players, I still feel like it's the elite players that are skimming off the margins. And it's, you know, the the middle, middle class is kind of yeah. making the same. And now, like, on the other end of this, during a pandemic, they're getting squeezed out. So, like, I think it's going to be interesting. I, I think what we're going to see this free agency period is – Guys that, that they commit to long-term, they're not going to have any problems continuing to pay at the rate they have been because, you know, it's like the deal is friendly in year one anyway, so you can fit that in a tight cap. And then as the cap goes up, you know, you, you can still pay them crazy money. So I don't think teams are going to be worried about their long-term commitments. It's the short-term commitments. It's the guys that, like, you're given one- and two-year deals to that are going to get screwed. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign. Sign in today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently, knowing your pair is the real deal. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. 
The Saints have proven that they're willing to be ultra aggressive with the cap uh, in ways that just other teams, other teams are just now starting to come around, right? The Saints, it's cap hell, but Tampa does avoidable years and they're somehow a genius. When the Saints were doing avoidable year inside avoidable year inside of a beignet in 20. It's irresponsible. Uh, in 2016, they were doing yeah. it for Nick Fairley, and people like didn't understand it, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Now it's just like the hottest. It's all the rage, right? Sa- this, but because the Saints are like Apple when it comes to the salary cap, they're just Steve Jobs. They're just ahead of every. They're just ahead of everyone in their appetite for risk. Um, but my question, my, my, you know, the final thing is. As we as we look at these as these look at these moves and we look at these con- and we look at the, the extensions that they have to do either to Ramchak or Lattimore, you know, the one thing that I'm really keeping my eye on Andrew is if they get to the cap, if they get under the cap and they don't redo Michael Thomas, to me, that is a huge red flag. Not that they will trade him, but that they are like, we have to keep our options open with him. He was difficult and injured in 2020. If he bounces back in 2021, it's fine. And maybe we'll, you know, then they'll use him. They'll re, they'll redo him next year to create more cap space. But right now, if they don't redo him this year to create space, to me, it sends a signal that they're like, we got to see how he does because we might need to ship him out next March. And we can, and if we redo him, we can't do that. We have to hold that in the holster, even if it makes us have to do other things that we don't quite want to do. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't really have anything to say um, to to dispute that. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where I just think – it's not necessarily that they're trading them. It's not even that they're considering trading them, but it's just we're uncomfortable having Michael Thomas, ha- having the eject button on Michael Thomas be so costly, you know? And, and so if they don't restructure him, I agree with you. It's that they're thinking, hey, things are a little rocky with Michael Thomas right now. We, I don't want to assume that in two years we won't want to trade him or, or flat out release him. And if if things get that bad and that untenable, uh, then I would maybe consider going that route. And we need to have the ability cap wise to do that. And if they restructure them right now, they wouldn't. So, you know, when you do these restructuring deals, how confident you are in the player long-term and how stable the situation is absolutely plays into whether or not you do it. So if they don't with Michael Thomas, that's not a sign that he's gone. That's not a sign he's getting traded, but it's a sign that things are a little flimsy for sure. Yeah, I mean, if, if you, you just, it's just a little bit of a, it, it's it's a little bit of a hedge and a safety play. You don't want to have a junior Gallette cap bomb if you think, if, if you think there is a 25% chance or higher that you have to get rid of Michael Thomas next off season, that probably means he's redo his all. Like, you know what I'm saying? There, there's a risk tolerance that make they, when they have that meeting where they're like, he's off the table, you know, for whatever, re- for, for that reason. But it'll be, but it'll be interesting. But I am super excited about free. I, I just think Andrew, 
I know today and yesterday is kind of bleak because they had to release Janoris Jenkins and they've released Morissette and they've and they've you know they did Emmanuel Sanders and everybody's sort of laughing at them. But at this roster, like I know they're not they're not built as strongly in the middle as they have been the last four years where they could overcome anything. But this roster is far from devastated. We're just back in the mode of this this summer and and when we preview the Saints, it's just, you know, the last couple of years, we didn't even really like injuries. We're like, well, if they get a crap ton of injuries, there's nothing you do. But one or two injuries wherever, even the big guys, like they can survive it. Like it's going to be okay. Like now we'll just, they'll just have spots where, you know, they'll need a They'll need help. They'll need really good health and certain things to fall right for them to be an, a 9, 10, 11 win team where the last couple of years, their roster was so goddamn good. We knew they were winning multiple, you know, we knew they were winning double digit games no matter fucking what, even if Breeze got hurt because we saw yeah. it. And yeah. now it's just it's just back in that realm of like the Saints are in that that realm of like if a bunch of things go wrong, they could go six and ten. But if a bunch of things go right, they can go 11 and 5. Like just the variance of how they're going to be is just wider. But there is no no guarantee that the, the people saying they're going to fall off a cliff are full of shit. They like, they don't know what they're talking about. Just it's just the variance for 2021 is is going to be wider. Well, they got to figure out their quarterback situation. Uh, first and foremost. And and re-signing Jameis Winston as a as one scenario is is only half the battle. Like once he becomes the quarterback, like he has to actually go in there and be good. Because here's the thing, like before this roster was so damn good, you said it, it really didn't matter which position group got hit with injuries. We knew the depth and the talent everywhere else was going to be enough to elevate this roster and they were going to be in every game and they were going to have the ability to win. Okay. So now I just don't think... When you lose Emmanuel Sanders and you lose Janoris Jenkins and you lose some of these Josh Hill, I mean, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but you know that has a an effect as you add it up. And you know they're not going to be able to maybe sign guys to replace these guys in terms of talent. So I think whereas before, in really the last two years, they've been able to elevate the the safe play of Drew Brees, the efficient and careful play on the field of Drew Brees, the the inexperienced, uncertain play of Taysom Hill, the shaky and safe play of Teddy Bridgewater. They've been able to win games with that because this roster, I believe, has elevated uh, efficient, safe quarterback play. They went to uh, Chicago two years ago, didn't have Brees, didn't have Camara didn't have Jared Cook, and skull-dragged the Bears. They did, and so I, I still think there is – I agree with you that there's still a lot of talent on this team, but the depth has taken a hit. That's and what so I'm saying. I think for the Saints to have a successful season this year, they're going to have to elevate the play at quarterback. I, I believe that's how you mitigate losing depth and losing some of your – your talent at, at, at some of these positions, if you can elevate quarterback, then I think that kind of levels the playing field. And also so that's too, where I think if Jameis, well, let's say it's Jameis Winston, if he comes in and he's playing at an elevated level compared to what we've seen at quarterback the last couple of years, then I think this team can still be a 12, 13 win team. We're driven by the search for better. 
But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Yeah, and I'll say this too. This is another thing that I wish I would have touched on earlier, but we'll touch on it now. Another thing that the the cap nerds and all the analysts... The thing that they they talk about the player losses, but I think two critical losses for the Saints that I really am worried about now, especially with Janoris Jenkins gone, Aaron Glenn 
was a magnificent defensive backs coach. He's the defensive coordinator in Detroit. He was magnificent as their as their as their defensive back secondary coach. He was. And he got the best out of guys and elevated guys. And you don't have him when whatever guy you rummage out of the bargain bin, you don't have Aaron Glenn to sort of elevate him up. I know you have Chris Richards, uh the, the new guy, he's been very good at Seattle, but you don't know. And another thing, Andrew, Terry Fontenot, you got the two third-round picks for, for, for him leaving, which is good, but he was another guy, superb at finding free agent signings. Demario Davis, Patrick Robinson, A.J. Klein, Latavius Murray. Like, he was great at finding guys at a reasonable cost that fit into the same system, and now you got a new guy doing that. So those are two things that... I am become very concerned about. It's not that it's going to go back, but it's another thing to think about as you're sort of we're focused on cap, 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 roster, 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 front office issues too. Well, there was a mass exodus in 2009, and I think the Saints, in large part, I mean, if you look at how Rob Ryan went, and I mean, you just, it's a lot of the change. There are a lot of changes, and really, the guys that stayed, and we're talking about. Uh, uh, who are the guys that stayed, Ralph? I'm blanking. Greg McMahon, uh, Greg Bill McMahon. Johnson. Yeah. Um. Uh. Who else? Uh. Who, who is uh the right hand? Joe Vitt. Joe you know, Vitt. So there, there was a bunch Joe of guys, Vitt. and like their message kind of became stale. And so you yeah. started to you started to wonder were they critical pieces on the Super Bowl team, or were they just kind of the weaker members of the staff? And it was all the other guys that left that were kind of elevating them, right? Yeah. So. And we don't know, but but the point is, when you lose guys, it's also about who who how the people that come into it. So you mentioned Chris Richard, and and it's he's one of those guys where he's got a tre- tremendous track record. So does uh, the dude for the Chiefs, uh, Spagnola, right? Who mm-hmm. who he he had a tremendous track record too. So and I get that it was a weird year, but I, I'm just saying, like it matters. It, it, you, but you also never know, like a guy that yep. you think is going to be amazing. Like Richard was in Seattle. They're playing a lot of cover two. Like the Saints scheme is a little different. And is it going to translate? Is he going to be a good fit working with Sean Payton personality wise? Like there's, there's all sorts of variables. And just because a guy has a good resume and he's had success elsewhere, it promises you nothing. And so what will be you're so you're right to be nervous and it could be that Richard is even better than Aaron Glenn it could be that he's so yeah. good he comes in yep. and they don't miss a beat and the flip side is that he has personality clash with Dennis Allen and players feel that disconnect and then they're not playing as hard and there's dissension in the ranks and we've seen in that junior Gallet era how fast that shit can unravel so yeah. Uh, you're right to be concerned, and, and you know time will tell. We don't know. Yeah, but it's it's going to be interesting. I, t- I tell you that. I and and I still think like like the cap nerds they 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 might have their fun today, but the Saints they're not letting this roster. They're not going to let this roster fall apart on us. They're just not. And we're gonna th- look. We're gonna have the last laugh on the cap nerds. That's what I'm telling you, Andrew. We're gonna have the last laugh. And I just want to say. 
get out of here. We're the best Saints podcast. You're, a lot of you are listening to this podcast for free today. Sign up at Patreon. Support the show. It allows us to do amazingly fun stuff. We have a we have a Discord community with people. They talk Saints 24-7. It's awesome. You don't have to deal with the social media bullshit. You can do it in private. It's great. And we give you a booze bundle. That's amazing, too. And if you become an annual patron before March 17th, you get... Two months free. And oh, by the way, we are going to do a mega Zoom call, patrons only, at the start of free agency. You want to be for that. The Zoom calls get really weird and fun. So I'm just saying, it's the best It's the best $10 uh, you're going to spend. bring it to camp. You're gonna, it's the best $10 you're going to spend all year. So freaking do it already. So, did you just hit that by accident? I did. I hit the star. <laughs> I, I hit the star of the day by accident. Oh, that's uh, that's a little gift to all our patrons right there. That's amazing. <laughs> all right. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Uh, we will see you when the Saints do some more breaking news. <laughs>